guys, what's going on? It's your host, Julia, and welcome back to my podcast, Starting or Settling. It has been so long, and by so long, I think it's been almost two weeks since I last posted an episode or even recorded. For some reason, I was sort of running out of ideas. Actually, not for some reason. The real reason is I was running out of ideas for content because of Corona. I couldn't go anywhere when I was home. I wasn't seeing anybody really. And it was becoming a struggle to really get episodes down that really stood with the topic of this podcast being starting or settling and what I initially planned for it to be in my welcome episode. So I've been doing a lot of the sports updates and a little entertainment here and there, and I really just want to get back to why I really started this podcast. And I'm back in my apartment now at college. It's so crazy walking in here knowing this is my last semester here, the last few months I'm going to be here, and probably living in Binghamton ever. I mean, granted, you never know what could happen, but I cannot see myself living here after college. Um... It's, it's walking in knowing that I'm going to be done in the spring is very weird. It's very uncomfortable to think about because I'm at this stage where, once again, still applying to jobs, once again, haven't found any. Um, I've gotten a lot of rejections, which, I mean, honestly, I thought I would be more upset than I actually am. I kind of don't really care. Not that I don't care. Of course, I care that I'm not getting interviews or not getting jobs, but I'm not really as stressed as I thought I would be. I think a lot of a lot of that has to do with the fact that I know that a lot of the lack of opportunities has is out of my control. Um, but it is still frustrating, and I know it's going to happen eventually. I mean, it's not like I'm never going to get a job in my whole life unless I either marry rich or win the lottery, and. I'm really banking on winning the lottery this year. In fact, I'm calling it. I'm manifesting it. I'm going to win the lottery this year. I don't know how much money it's going to be, but it's going to be a lot. You'll never know because I will never say it because they always say, don't tell people if you won the lottery because people then want to steal your money, which I totally understand. So you guys will never know, but I'm calling it this year. I will win. But with that being said, trying to get back on topic Coming back here and being in the apartment for a few days and just sort of thinking about everything that I've learned from college up until this point, it's very interesting taking that time to reflect because I feel like I'm a totally different person no matter where I record. There's just always going to be background noise. I stupidly decided to do my laundry right before I started to record and I'm sitting next to my huge window. And as you guys probably just heard, there's a car alarm that went off on the street below me. So I will never be able to have silence when recording. And I'm just, you know, accepting that fact. Well, once again, getting back on topic, um, I feel like I'm a totally different person than who I was going into college. And, you know, my expectations for myself and, you know, on a professional level, a school level, socially, mentally, physically, everything is not what I expected it to be. And what's crazy is that I still find myself trying to plan everything and trying to make my life go in this straight line that 
that will never be. You know, going into college, I thought I was going to get four O's every single semester. Granted, my grades have been, you know, really good in college, but not four O's because I honestly didn't feel like putting in the work to get a four O. I put that on myself, but I wanted to put in the work to do well, but not perfect. Um, you know, I expected, I, you know what, actually, I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect this. I didn't expect to be sitting here in my apartment at the beginning of February with no job and no idea what's going to happen in the future, whether I'm going to be living at home or moving out or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And on top of that, I feel like so much in my personal life has changed as well, just in terms of the people that I've met, the friends that I've made, the relationships with people that have sort of dwindled down and the relationships with people that have really grown and strengthened throughout my three and a half, almost four years here at school. And it's sometimes really hard to come to terms with change, even if it's change that I initially embraced. Um, You know, I was talking to a few of my friends from home today, and we were just talking about friendships and relationships and how it's really hard to sometimes just accept that things are different now, that as you go through life, people grow apart. And sometimes there's no reason for that, but it just happens. And, you know, cause growing up, I feel like anytime there was ever a problem, there was always an answer. There was always a solution, always an explanation, always a way to sort of resolve everything. But when things naturally happen, for example, friends growing apart or people moving away or you know, getting jobs that require a lot of attention or really crazy hours or whatever it is, when things that are out of our control happen that make us uncomfortable or inconvenienced in any way, no matter how much we embrace the change initially, it's still going to suck. And that's something that I've really had to come to terms with. I mean, I remember going back to my freshman year of college. I had a really great group of friends, a lot of which, a lot of those people I'm still very good friends with uh, to this day. And I was miserable. I was so lost. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't know if those people who were and still are my friends were really the friends I wanted to have because I was just questioning everything. I didn't know if I picked the right school. I honestly didn't even think college was the right decision for myself. I've never been that great of a student. I think I've briefly spoken about this before. I've never been that great of a student naturally. I've really had to work hard to be successful in school. Um, you know, and I've never thrived in the school environment of sitting and being lectured and taking notes and studying and taking tests. I mean, that's just not how I personally operate. I'm sort of the type of person that would prefer to learn by experience and just be thrown into a situation and have to adapt and 
and work and learn on the fly and sort of take everything as I go rather than sitting there and methodically following the formula of, okay, this test is on chapters one through eight. I'll study each chapter, you know, each day leading up to the test and then do a review the day before. And then to like, I was never, I figured it out because I've learned to be very good at school and I've learned how to do school well, but ultimately that, that point in my freshman year, I didn't even think that I was going to be able to do that. Um, this is, this is a rant and I don't know if it's making sense. And once again, I feel like that's something I say all the time on this podcast but I really, honestly, I didn't have a plan. Once again, like I always say for this podcast, I didn't have a plan going in. I just felt like, first of all, I missed recording, but also I just had all these thoughts in my head and I'm sort of using this as my own personal therapy. So sorry that you guys are being subjected to this. Uh, you're now hearing literally how my brain works, but you know, just go, I remember distinctly going back for second semester of my freshman year. Uh, all my friends were going out, they were going to this party and I really wanted to go, but I also didn't want to go. I was just not happy. And I was not, I knew it would be fun if I went, but I just didn't want to go for some reason. And my friends were trying to convince me to go and trying and trying and trying. And I just stayed home and my roommate went out as well, which never happened. So I was by myself and I started to write down everything I was feeling. And the next day I called my parents and I said, I think I want to come home. I don't think I can do this. I think I'll just get my old job at Bed Bath & Beyond back and figure it out from there because I don't think I can do this. And I don't know if it's because I need to go to a different school. I don't know if it's because I shouldn't have gone to school at all. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to waste your money or your time. I don't want to disappoint you guys, but I can't do this. And my parents said, okay, you know, if that's really what you want to do, we will come get you, but you really need to think long and hard about this decision because if you really decide to, you know, drop out, that's going to be a major decision for you to make. And I knew I, in the back of my mind, I knew I wasn't going to drop out, but I think that was my way of trying to cope with how uncomfortable I was with all the change going on in my life. Ironically, that party that I didn't go to the next day, I found out from all of my friends that it was one of the best nights they had ever had. And I would have had so much fun had I gone. And there were so many memories from that night that I am not a part of. And so then I got annoyed that I didn't go and quickly decided to stop feeling sorry for myself and just accept the fact that, you know, it's going to be a learning curve and this is not the first time I'm going to feel this way, but I have to learn to push through it and work through it and everything will be fine. Obviously now sitting here going to my final semester of college, um, I made it through. That was not the last time that I wanted to drop out. In fact, there were many times after that, that I wanted to drop out. But I think those were times where I just needed to figure out exactly what I wanted. And then I would have an idea of what I want to do. And what really carried me through was the next two years, I had really great internship experiences. And the summer is going into my um, junior and senior year. 
and I had a job on campus that I loved and I was a part of clubs and organizations on campus that I loved, which I'm still a part of. And those were things that really made me happy and excited for the future because I was doing things that I didn't think were possible. And, you know, while I was in terms of school, I would say my junior year, I, my end of my, like second semester, sophomore year to the end of my junior year was probably the most motivated I'd ever been in my life in terms of school, extracurriculars, all of that. Um, I think it was because I finally had found those things, those extracurriculars that made me really excited for the future. It was the first time I could really see myself, you know, pursuing a career outside of college, being human resources, which is what I'm currently pursuing. And, you know, it was the first time that I felt like I was actually good enough because I was getting these internships that I didn't think I, it was possible for me to get. And I was getting eboard positions that I didn't think I'd be able to get. And I was doing really well in my classes, which I didn't, you know, I knew was possible, but I, I didn't think I could do all of that. And yet now I'm still sitting here and having had all those things and doing all those things and, and having honestly one of the best times in my life, Corona hits and everything sort of crashes down in my mind because I was on this role socially. I was making so many friends. Even what's crazy is my junior year, I probably made more new friends than I have in my entire college experience. And I feel like at that point, a lot of people or most people tend to have sort of their friend group set. And the base of my friend group was basically set. But junior year was when I really started to flourish socially and, you know, was meeting so many people. And every weekend I was, you know, surrounded by just like a lot of really great people. And I was really enjoying it. And, you know, now that that all obviously got taken away um, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and complain about what I had to go through during COVID because while everything is relative and it is okay to sort of complain a little bit about hardships that everybody's faced, I'm well aware of the fact that I had it very easy compared to a lot of people in this country. And so I'm not going to sit here and complain that Corona quote unquote ruined everything, even though it Loki did. Um, but what, what I am trying to say is that I've had so much change in my life over the course of my college career and or collegiate career. I think that's like the proper way to say it. Um, and I still haven't learned to just let life, you know, do its thing. I'm still sitting here thinking, okay, I'm going to apply to this job. I'll hear in this time frame, get the interview in this time frame, start in this time frame, get promoted by this time. And it's like, I, I can't help it. And I know everybody probably does this to some extent, but the fact that I literally, the, the second, that night that I called my parents and told them I want to come home and, and quit college, basically, my second semester freshman year, if you had told me that night that by the time I was a senior, I would be on an executive board, a part of multiple clubs, 
have a great job on campus, have two great internships with an amazing company under my belt, I would have told you you were lying. I would have told you I was never qualified for that and that wouldn't be possible and nobody would take me or believe that I could possibly do it. And honestly, a lot of that stemmed from my own insecurity that I still am dealing with. I, I have this thing about myself where I never think I'm good enough and it's all self-inflicted. And all I ever hear from alumni that I've spoken to and people that I've spoken to, friends of mine who are now in the working world, is that at the end of the day, you could go to Harvard, have a 4.0, be the president of like the student council and volunteer 15 hours a week and work a full-time job and speak six languages. And that doesn't make you better than anybody else. You know, your resume only gets you so far. It's then the interview. And I feel like I've always done well in interviews. I've never had an interview for a job or an internship that I didn't get. That's actually a lie. There was one, Um, but I didn't really want that position anyway, so it's fine. (laughs) But I, I definitely, I, I feel like I thrive in the interview process because I am confident in my ability to portray and sell portray who I am as a person and sell myself for the job well. And I'm able to hold a conversation and be just as interested as I am interesting. At least, wow, I sound so egotistical in this like reflection of myself. I'm like, I'm really interesting and I'm really good at talking to people. But honestly, for the longest time, I've always been so insecure about my abilities to be successful. And I've always felt like I was never good enough. And I never thought that I could, you know, do all of these things that I've done. And yet now that I'm sitting here and I'm looking for the next thing, which is a job and a future, I'm telling myself those things weren't good enough. At the time when I got that e-board position, when I got the internship, you know, when I was meeting all of these people and having the best time of my life, I was so happy because I was busy, I was occupied, I was doing things I loved, and I was proud of myself, and I was starting to believe in myself. And now I'm hitting another roadblock of, I can't honestly even get an interview at a lot of these companies. Now, I'm gonna. this is out of my control. I'm going to blame as many things, as many issues as I can on other people or other companies because it's just easier to cope that way. But if I see one more stupid post for a job on LinkedIn where it's labeled entry level and then I go to requirements and it says must have three to five years experience in the field. That's not entry level. Stop tricking me. I don't know why you were telling me it is entry level. I am a college student looking for my first job in the real world. Entry level should apply to me. And I don't have even one year of experience in the professional experience in the year, in the year, in the field that I am trying to go into. So why the hell is an entry level position not fit for me? Or why am I not fit for that position? Because here's what I will say. For both of the internships that I got with New York Life Insurance over the summer, I was told, I was, I was and am still very close to my manager for the internship I did the summer going into 
my junior year. I was in uh, the communications department and it was one of the best experiences of my life. I was in event planning and my manager, uh, who I won't say her name because I don't know if she would want me to. Either way, if you're listening, you know who I'm talking about. She was the best boss I have ever had and I've had multiple jobs and she was by far and away the best because all she wanted for me was to learn as much as I could, get the greatest experience that I could from this opportunity and take another step towards my future. She was excited that I was excited to learn as much as I could. She let me step up to the plate. Anytime I asked for a project or asked for more work, she found ways to get me more experience and to meet new people and network with people in different departments. And at the end of the internship, she was like, if you want to come back and work for me next summer, I would love to have you. I will literally put in my request for you right now. And I was like, thank you so much. As much as I loved this experience and I loved working for you and I would do it anytime. And I seriously would, like if she called me right now, I would totally work for her in a heartbeat because she was just the best boss ever. Um, you know, but I, I said, thank you so much. I loved this, but I do think I want to try to pursue human resources. And I'm not sure if what I did this summer is exactly what I would like to do. And I know in order to get a job, I need to have that experience or it's highly recommended. Um, and she was totally fine with it. I mean, she said she was disappointed, but she was totally fine with it. And she was like, please use me as your, uh, recommendation on your resume. And what turned out, what happened was when I interviewed for the internship I got with New York life, the following summer, my manager for this past summer had emailed her and asked her about me and how I was. And she gave one of the nicest responses that she went way over the, over the top, um, and vouched for me. And that was honestly the reason why I got the position. Cause I was not qualified. It was in corporate compliance and it was really cool. And I learned so much and I really did like the work that I did. Um, and I loved the people I worked with. They were all so nice and so generous and took so much time to teach me over zoom meetings and what they do and all the different data systems and all that, which was super cool. Um, but she went above and beyond and she was the reason why I got the job. And even still then going off of all of that, she had told me, uh, towards the end of that internship with her that when it got to the interview process, it was between me and two other girls. And I was, (laughs) I was the least qualified by far on paper uh, out of the other two. And if it was up to her boss, my, my boss's boss, I would not have gotten the position because her boss wanted somebody who had as much experience as possible. But I didn't, and I didn't have that, but she said, luckily I interviewed the best. And she said, like, you know, she was very happy, obviously that she took me and I was very grateful that she took me and I made the most of that experience. And, you know, I'm, I've always been confident that while I may not be the most qualified on paper, if I can sell myself properly, no matter what job it is, no matter what field it is, 
I will be successful in whatever I choose to do because I will do whatever it takes to be successful. And while that sounds really arrogant and it probably is, that's sort of the pep talk I give myself every single time I fill out a job application because I imagine, you know, what I would say to the recruiter or the the hiring manager, whoever would be interviewing me. I'm so sorry for all this noise. I think my washing machine might be broken Um, or it's in the spin cycle. Either way, it's really loud and I apologize. But I don't know. I just, I feel like I have to keep reminding myself that. And I feel like that's something that we all need to remind ourselves. And so while this while this may seem super off topic to what I started to talk about in terms of accepting and embracing change, I embrace the fact or I accept the fact that I haven't had the experiences that other people have had. And I didn't have internships that led right to jobs, which I would have hoped for. But I also embrace the challenge. And I know that what's meant to be will be And wherever I end up and whatever I end up doing will ultimately work out and will ultimately make me better professionally, personally, socially, whatever it may be. And if I've learned anything from that, then moving into, you know, my, my personal life with relationships with family members, with friends, you know, peers, you learn very quickly, um, sort of how you are as a friend, if you allow yourself to sort of figure that out about yourself. Um, I'm the type of friend where I don't, I'm not a big texter. I'm not a big Snapchatter or anything like that. But when I'm with you, like I love just having undivided attention and just, you know, having really great deep conversations. This is part of the reason why I can't wait to have so many of my friends on this podcast because I'll get to talk to them about things that are very, you know, deep topics that are, you know, things that, for example, with Jordan, I, I knew Jordan's major. I knew what she ultimately wanted to do and the grad schools she had applied to, which by the way, real quick, shout out to Jordan. She got into NYU grad school, which is where she wanted to go. So she's super hyped about that and I'm super proud of her. So congrats, Jordan. Um, but you know, going back to what I was saying, you know, I'm very excited to have my friends here because I can't wait to be able to have those conversations with people. And I can't wait to see sort of how my friends, you know, think and how they go about accepting the change and embracing the change in their lives. And, you know, one question I do want to ask all of them, and I wish I asked Jordan this, and I'm going to add this to my little notes page, Um, I wonder what they would say is the biggest difference that they notice in themselves, uh, from freshman year of college to senior year. Um, I think everybody has gone through so many different things in their own ways, and it would just be super interesting to me to see sort of how they feel and what they think. Um, and so when it comes to embracing change in relationships, in terms of, you know, your professional life, school, work, whatever it may be. Um, the biggest thing I've learned is to just be confident in myself that I'm always trying to be my best self and putting out my best effort 
And, you know, while things may not be exactly what I thought they would be now, life certainly has not panned out the way I think anybody expected it to going into 2021 or now a month into 2021. But that's okay. And while there's a lot of negative, there's also a good amount of positive. And you can turn that negative into a positive if you choose to based on your perspective. Um, I have no idea what I just said. I literally, I blacked out. I black out every time I do these episodes. Um, so I apologize if this was all over the place and doesn't make sense. And, you know, I've gotten some feedback from some people and they've all told me to try to stick to a script or stick to some notes. But one of my favorite things to do is just rant clearly. Cause that's all I do. Um, and I, I don't know, it's just honestly a way, if anything, even if no one listens for me to clear my head and for me to really just get my thoughts out there and sort of understand what I'm trying to say and what I'm feeling. So thank you guys so much for listening to me ramble about trying to find a job and (laughs) my whole college experience. Um, now that school is starting and all my friends are starting to come back, I am definitely going to have a lot of interviews that I'll be able to do, which I'm super stoked about because they're going to be good ones. And I'm really excited to, you know, just have a bunch of content for you guys to listen to and to really get back onto a schedule. I'm thinking I'm going to put out one or two episodes a week. Not sure the days yet. Um, maybe there won't be a strict schedule or I don't know what it's going to look like, but it's going to be fun. So look out for that. And please, once again, share and rate this podcast, um, download it, subscribe to it. And also please give me any feedback in the social media links I provide. That'd be greatly appreciated. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time.